Okay, we are back with Crossing the Access, the biz side of video production. I am your intrepid host, Max Kaiser, the CEO of Pipeline Video Production Management Software, the software that will get your shit together if you are a video production company with budgeting, scheduling, all kinds of tasty little nuggets to hold you together. Check it out at videopipeline.io if you want to rocket your company into humongous success. Um, Someone who already, though, has been humongously successful in this industry and is my guest today is John Sherman of Story Farm out of Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, John's company works with, I, I mean, if you go on his website, storyfarm.com, you will, they, the logo soup is like eight, like eight rows deep uh, of, of companies, MasterCard, Exxon, McDonald's, Uber, uh, UPS, Pepsi. And they also have won an insane amount of awards uh, with uh, Addies coming out of their uh, behind. Emmys, they have 16 Emmys. So next time you get one Emmy, just remember there's companies out there getting 16 of them. Uh, they've actually won a Peabody. Uh, they just have a tremendous uh, body of work, which you can see on their website. Um, they have uh, beautiful videos. They have a, a recent video they they did on uh, on on sexting, which is it it actually is just incredibly fantastic. I'm I'm making both my teenage kids watch it. Um, <laughs> they they do they do so much. They do so many different categories of types of films, um, from animated to uh, a category that I, they may have invented called the milestone film. Which uh, if you're looking for a new category to work from, I would highly encourage you to go check out take a look at that because it's a pretty cool idea. Um, but they've they've learned like the rest of us to skin the cat in a lot of different ways, but they've done it really successfully and they've done it together as a team. There's a, an incredible team at Story Farm that uniquely is in-house and has built on some very long, deep friendships. Um, and I'm really excited to talk about this sort of evolution of the production company and what a uh, a, what a production company can look like today that has just sort of held together. Um, but before we do, let's uh, let's meet John. John, thanks for being on the show today. Thanks so much for having me, Max. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, thank you. Um, and tell us a little bit about, I know you, you came from the reporting side of it. You came from journalism, right? Yeah, yeah. We, uh, you know, we're not film school guys, um, or at least the, the sort of founders and partners are not, um, you know, came from a fan down by the river doing the TV news uh, and <laughs> did that for 12 years. And, and uh, you know, it was about 2008, 2009, we, we saw HD video for the first time in the newsroom on, on a computer monitor. And, and it was, a will never forget, it was, it was like a bee on a flower. And I was like, oh my God, every website is gonna have video on it. Who's gonna make all this video? Why shouldn't it be us? We, we want a Peabody and all this stuff, you know, for video storytelling. Um, why shouldn't it be us? And so in, in 2009, we, we started the company and uh, here we are all these years later, uh, been doing really, really well. Yeah, they have been doing really well there. Uh, John was sharing with me some of his top line numbers are doing about uh, two, two and a half uh, million this year. Congratulations on that. Thank you. Um, and they uh, also have been having a, a, a pretty good uh, net with, with that, which is we talked about in a couple of our other podcasts about making a profit is, is really important. And, uh, and we'll talk a little bit about that later. But just, just to point out that they, they're doing financially uh, just fine. And, and they, but they've done it together. And when you said you started in 2009, uh, what was that original team that you started with? 
So it was it was originally just me and, and Bo Kershaw, who is um, our uh, director of photography and, uh, you know, my partner for for all this time. And it was he and I in a in a TV news van. And, um, you know, we, we started the company and for a year and the first year and a half of the company, we would be in the news van at like a murder scene uh, and we would have finished the news package and done whatever. And we'd be working on Story Farm. Oh, man, that that's cool. And then you and. <laughs> <laughs> and then you, I don't know why that sounds vaguely dirty, but it, it, <laughs> I mean, I don't, you know, the ethics of it may be a little bit dubious. If I was the employer, I might want their time. But I mean, uh, hey, you know, the flip side of that is if you've ever hung out in a news van at a murder scene, once the work is all done, there's really not much to do. Uh, so you can sort of do what you want to do. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm not judging. Uh, but so, so, and then you added, um, so you had yourself and Bo, and then you added Dan as um, sort of, uh, uh, sort of development a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. It was interesting. So, you know, um, we, our first hire was really a sales guy, uh, and, and it was Dan, you know, we brought him in as a partner. Um, and he had been doing, uh, creative agency, uh, staffing for like a decade before. So he had all kinds of contacts at ad agencies, marketing companies that he had placed at high, low levels, um, and just had a really deep network. And he was sort of like, you know, what if I, what if I took my network and, and did something else with it? And, and it yep. was, you know, obviously we're, you know, 10 years later, it's been super successful. We love them. Yeah, no, that's, that's, what's incredible. Okay. So folks, this is what, this is sort of my thing is like, is talking about a company that where these friendships have gone on for a long time. I've hung out with these guys, uh, full disclosure at some different uh, meetups and stuff around the country. And it's been really fun to be with them and see how well they gel together. It reminds me of my team that I had at my, my old company, Handcrank. But unlike what we did at Handcrank, where we ultimately decided that it was just going to be the sort of principles and not, and we were just going to hire everybody else on demand, which is the way so many companies have, have been going. In fact, I think we just talked with Guy Bauer and, and he sort of made that pivot. Um, you know, John and his team has sort of kept with uh, a, a more traditional model of keeping uh, the, the company, keeping, keeping folks in-house. Tell us about your team. Tell us about how you work a little bit. Sure. So uh, there's 14 people full-time at Story Farm right now. We actually were down one. It might be 13. We have a, we yeah. have a seat still in the animation department. But um so, you know, uh, when we're at full staff, we have four animators full time. Um, we have two producers uh, full time and and thinking about uh, a, a third as well. Um, we have uh, two or three DPs, three DPs um, uh, and ed- they edit as well. Uh, and so, you know, our production team is like five or six people. The animation team is is three or four people and, you know, producers. And then I'm sort of like uh, executive producer on a lot of different projects. I do a lot of the writing. Um, and then we have uh, a super um, incredible uh, chief creative officer, Andrew Fetchko, uh, who is a film school guy and uh, really, uh, you know, just brings a tremendous amount uh, of, of, uh, of firepower to story form. Yeah. And, and so tell us about how, how, how does it, I'll just get right to it. Like, I think everyone's concern with having a roster that big is that they're feeding the yeah. beast all the time. And how, yeah. how do you, how do you, um, how do you get around that? How do you make the most of this? What are, what are the, let's just talk about, I think we all kind of know that's the disadvantage, but let's talk about the advantages of having a cohesive internal team. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's um, so I think it starts with, with, 
honestly, my roots in news and really always want, you know, like a newsroom, there's a lot of bad things about a newsroom, but a newsroom is like a very vibrant uh, place. It's, it's a, you know, it's a fun place to be, to hang out in. Like, you know, you make a lot of really deep friendships. It's sort of like you're on a sports team or going to war with a bunch of people because what you're doing is just so ridiculous. Uh, and, and so it really brings people together. So I wanted to sort of like have this culture and we came to, you know, uh, advertising and production through the side door. We didn't really know what we were doing. So I, I've just been trying the whole time trying to make this 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 sort of culture. And so we hired people full time in a world where, you know, a lot of times people are mainly freelance and, and sort of grew out our teams that way. Um, and fortunately, we've been able to, uh, you know, be productive enough in the new business department to be able to support the team as we've grown it. Um, that is the key to it, you know, because nobody wants to have like, six people hanging out with nothing to do, uh, yeah. you know, in your company, that's not good. So, so it is, it is about feeding the beast And there. You know, there's a, there's a, there's a few times when there might be a little slack in line, but uh, there's also other times when we're just firing on 16 cylinders and everybody is, is, you know, working extra days and, and late hours. And yep. uh, so it all, it all evens out. Yeah. I mean, I, like I said, I remember, I, I think I always look back like, and I think everyone that I knew on our hand crank team after we broke up always said those were the days, basically. As tough as it was to keep everyone together, yeah. Um, yeah. it also was the most fun by far. And we definitely had that esprit de corps and that sense of being in the um, in the trenches together yeah. that you just simply don't get. Um, I think it, I, I watched your Zoom video about um, <laughs> the team trying to come up with a... Uh, um, a reel and yeah. making reels, as we all know, is like the worst thing. I mean, we'd all rather have our eyes gouged out and our fingernails pulled than have to make a reel. And watching the team sort of agonize over it collectively via Zoom, it was awesome. Like it was that's <laughs> great. I mean, I know you guys just put it up there for fun. It's not really your reel, but yeah, um, it was really good. It really, if I were a client, first of all, I love it when a company shows a little bit under the skirt, you know, and yeah, I, yeah. I think that it, it just made me really feel like, wow, it's a very flat organization was my feeling like it's hmm. not super yeah. top down. Yeah. Um, although you talked more than most in it, but <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah. Um, but, but I, I, uh, I did feel like everybody's voice was so e evenly heard. And yet you also kind of had to agonize together, which when it comes to making a reel for anyone that's ever sat alone in a room, in a dark editing room and tried to come up with a reel, it, it seemed really like, oh man, that would have been nice to have everybody to just agonize together with. Um, yeah. So I, I love that you did that. And I would encourage folks to go take a look at that if you want to see what we're talking about. Like, it's kind <laughs> of a great example of exactly what, what we're talking about here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, um, you, you like, the, I, I think there's a, there's something really sort of special and precious and, and magical about business. And, and, you know, when you give someone a job or when someone hires you for to do a job, like, you know, they've selected you, you've selected them out of everything out there in the universe. And, uh, you know, it's, it's really super special. Well, it strikes me that for a story farm, the, the, 
the journey is a lot of the goal. <laughs> I mean, sure. it, seems, it seems like the daily life of being at Story Farm and having the team and having the office and working together is a lot of the is a lot of where you're going on a daily basis. And that certainly was like I remember meeting with <laughs> I remember meeting with you guys like five years ago, right? And hand crank, we were always like super like, what's our numbers? What's our where are we going? What's our plan? And all that. And like yeah. you we were all at dinner together with you guys. And I'm like, well, what's your plan? What do you guys do? You're like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah that's I mean, you know we're not film school guys we're not business school guys like i've never uh you know been like for the next three to five years i project we will be doing this you know what i mean i know like, like, uh, and yet it's worked i mean it's, it's like i think that you've really you've you've and i think it's also i hate to say it but in our crazy lunatic business it's actually a very sane way of living because otherwise it's the vicissitudes are so great. Like one thing that John shared with me before the call was that, you know, like the rest of us, the last year, their, their, their top line number was, was quite a bit lower than this year. And, and the year before it had been, you know, quite high. And, and so the vicissitudes are still there for story farm. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but oh, yeah. And I mean, you know, it's like, for. Yeah, we, you know, we, we don't have any retainer business, right? We start at zero every month. So no, retainers uh, don't work. I just want to, I don't know if you've yeah. ever, have you ever tried them? Uh, we, we've, we've danced around with a couple of different strategies around it, but, but really, no, we've never, you, um, it's never ever really heard the, the Chris Rock song. There's no sex in the champagne room. <laughs> Have you ever no. heard that? Oh, dude, it's, <laughs> no. it's so freaking awesome. It's basically Chris Rock trying to sing to like, to people like you know coming up you know guys that are like yeah i'm gonna keep putting money in the strippers uh, outfits and eventually i'm gonna get to that champagne room and he just is like yeah that never happens yeah and yeah. and uh, he's like i've been there it never happens I, retainers i was saying for our listeners i've heard i met with a guy a couple of weeks ago it was like i got the whole retainer thing worked out and i'm like it won't work they will hate you you will hate them and and yeah you, you they you basically they can't do enough work to make the payments work out. You're not a lawyer. And, yeah. and, and, uh, and so I just want to tell everyone no sex in the champagne room retainers don't work. And you're welcome to, <laughs> to email me about that. If you want, we can do a whole show on why retainers will never work, but it seems like every production company I see at about five years decides they're going to have a package retainer deal. That's brilliant. If only I could get the money to even out, if only I could get it to even right. out. Yeah. Well, you can through a lot of work in different ways, but that's not the way. Yeah. Um, so anyway, sorry, I, I had to go on that tangent, but uh, you're right. No. We don't have, you don't have retainers. And, and so there is this, I guess what I'm saying is you, you just have a very healthy every day is, is what it's going to be attitude. And the folks, a lot of the folks that I've seen thrive in our industry have that attitude. And some of the attitude that you read in the business books, it's like, yeah, but you don't know where I live. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, uh, you know, I was I was talking to a friend of mine who started his own business this year about yeah. this a couple of weeks ago, and, and what you know, what kind weird. of business? What kind of business? Um, it's a PR uh, PR okay. shop, okay. Um, and uh, you know, just the idea of sort of comfort with discomfort, you know, yeah. like like yeah. yes, uh, that's great. Yeah, comfort that might be you might have just had the the log line for this episode. I, I can't take credit for it. It actually comes from uh, fr from my kids' school. It's something they talk about. But, you know, they talk about with the kids, like if you're a parent and, and you don't have comfort with discomfort, your kid will never learn. Like if you swoop in and solve every challenge for them, they'll never learn to do it themselves. You need to like sit with that comfort in the uh, discomfort of watching them fail oh, and man, watching them learn to, to do it again. And it's the I'm same thing in business. 
I'm struggling with the kids right now. So that's good. To, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to take that home. Uh, yeah, no, that's, that's, that's right. Comfort with discomfort. And, and you folks seem to espouse that and you seem to find a lot of comfort. Again, one of the values is you find comfort in your community and you've built a community. And I think that yeah. increasingly the community for the film production company is like nascent to, to nothing. And as much as we like, you know, with our, 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 with our higher on demand. And we know the folks well, um, and we were chummy with them, but there's just something about being like right in those trenches that is, I mean, a lot of what we're doing with our software with pipeline right now is like we decided in the middle of the summer to make a real pivot towards trying to become the hub for your production team, because mm-hmm. I'm, you're really a, a, an outlier these days. And, and so many of the production companies yeah. are just in the digital space. And so, you know, we wanted to be able to be like the place where you could come together with that sort of team as best as you possibly can. And, yeah. and we're still yet to roll everything out to see if that's going to work or not. But that was the idea. But you folks are, are really holding it together in a much well, I want to I feel like I need to full, you know, fully disclose that, you know, since COVID, like we haven't been in the office together and you know this max but but for yeah. the uh, for the for the millions of listeners out there uh that we haven't been in the office since yeah. uh march of 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 20 you know and uh yeah so what about that what about that like okay so that that must really make it like where you wind up saying to yourself well i mean geez wow wouldn't it be nice to you know rip off the payroll tax and a few other of these big numbers and just you know, be paying these folks on demand, seeing as I'm not even really seeing them yet on these like annoying group yeah. Zoom calls and stuff like that. So how does that work? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, it's um, it's a challenge we are still trying to figure out and work through. I feel like it's yeah. very much unsettled, uh, you know, not not just with us, but within the greater world, you know, yeah. in general, like what what work looks like, um, yeah. where it happens, but, you know, like with a for, for, for like, for example, so we have some people like our animation team that have big hardware workstations that, you know, they can't just pop in and, and you know, like come to the office. Oh, I'll, I'll now I'll go home. I'll continue my Which work. Which you own, it. right? I mean, you th- those, yeah. are, those are the property of Storyform, but they've taken them home at this point. I Correct. Yep. Yeah. Right. We've set them all up with really nice, uh, you know. It does make it tough home. to just dance on in, doesn't it? Yeah. So, so that team's remote and then the production team has to come in for shoots and stuff and to, you know, check gear, prep gear, um, all that kind of stuff. So they're using it, you know, two or three days a week, but it's not like it's a, it used to be like a, you know, you know, like a terminal 10 to five. It's a terminal. It's, it's a, it's a a glorified storage locker, uh, you know, with with tables and it's a beautiful office. Did you ever install any beer taps in the terminal? Uh, no, uh, no, but we, I, I mean, always it's wonder a, if that's it's, a good idea or not. My guys did it. And I feel like productivity went through the floor. Oh, we had a full bar. I mean, let's be serious. We definitely had a full, full situation where our office is in the sanctuary of a church that was built in 1888. Oh, uh, you know, and so it's, right. you know, it's okay. this crazy big room with stained glass and, you know, everything is really old and cool. Uh, and, and, you know, we want an office with some sort of like agency style coolness to it. It has to have yeah. something special I mean, to there's it. There's a reason. And, there you go. Right. See, again, I love that you're, that's again, a very physical, I mean, I just, uh, I, I grew up watching a 30 something, remember that show? And the sure. dudes were, the dudes worked at a video production company and they had this exposed brick. And I'm like, that is what. That's I'm hilarious. 
That is what I, I, that is what I want. <laughs> and that it's always been my dream. And I still, to this day, have never had an office with it. Well, wait, no, I did it, down in Seattle. Our office had exposed brick and I love going down nice. there. Yeah. Yeah. We got a lot of exposed brick in Baltimore. They live oh, like, yeah, exposed brick for sure. It's, and I mean, and, and I mean, neon kind of went out of style, but I always wanted the neon on the exposed brick too. Ooh, with that, okay. you know, that's, that's kind of eighties, but uh, yeah, I'm an eighties guy. What can I say? I, I through and through. Definitely I like it. I want to hear that. But again, you're talking about a physical space, not a coffee shop, not a Zoom thing, but a physical space and how it makes you feel. And isn't it? I, I, I'm pretty sure, uh, you know, I read the Wall Street Journal pretty regularly. I'm kind of a business head. And I'm pretty sure the, the jury's back on this one. And, and everyone says working together is actually a shit ton more productive in person if you can pull it off. I, I, I'm not so sure. I don't yeah, know. For, for, like, okay. yeah, I, I, I feel like in some ways, yes. Right. Like, like definitely being around each other, especially when you're doing creative things. Um, yeah. You know, there, there's, uh, uh, there's a mentorship and, and learning that happens when people are watching over each other's shoulder at it and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Um, so that's definitely a loss, but like from, let's say, you know, my perspective, which is like a lot of meetings and calls and stuff, uh, you know, you can stack up zooms and get a whole lot more done in a day than you ever could press in the flesh to me. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you can, you can have an hour meeting, everybody's in and out, you're moving the ball, things are moving. Uh, as opposed to like, you know, let me drive from DC, Baltimore to DC to meet with you in your office and come back. And like, you know, I just lost six hours for a 40 minute meeting. Yeah. Uh, well, that's the different part of it though that's that's like sales meetings right yeah like yeah i'm thinking of like just the the work like yeah the work and so but that so this is where my head's at with with this thing and tell me what you think of this just sort of conceptually yeah i believe that that where it's trending and and my sort of like defining idea our 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 lease is up in march and so we're trying to figure out what's next um is that the office is not the place of the daily work so like it's not the place for people editing. It's not uh -huh. the place for people animating. It's, yeah. it is, you know, it's a place for collaboration. It's a place for meetings. It's a place yeah. for community building, social things, for client meetings, anything yeah. like that. But it's, yeah. it's, you know, it's just not the place of the daily work. Okay. Is it worth the rent then? That's or, the or question. The, and that's where we get And that's where it gets real wild. It gets yeah. really wild about thinking that, you know, so like we're looking at new office space and look at, you know, yeah. we can build a castle, we can build a palace, uh, but does anybody want to come? And, and it, so, is office know, space pretty cheap in Baltimore? It's not yeah. that cheap. Like we, I mean, it's, we, we, the options we're looking at to move away from where we are now are more yeah. than what we're paying. Yeah. Uh, and we'd have to build them out and stuff. Yeah. You know, they're like, they're like, you know, empty space um right. and as cool as that would be to like build out like hire an architect and build out an office from scratch and like do it do it do it like you know i have friends with tech companies who've done that and it's super cool uh what if nobody wants to come <laughs> yeah 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 i mean that's that's the thing and i i mean i i i also wonder like i don't know i mean uh i i want to talk to you in like a year and find out where you yeah. went with that because you know, to me, it, it is all about working together and sort of like struggling over the edit together and just grabbing mm -hmm. someone. It was always, I just loved being able to grab people and be like, Hey, let's just go talk about this or let's look at this video together. Yeah. And, and let's just kind of like, I don't know, there was something lost when 
because that's kind of how we operated in the last few years. And I just feel like there was still something lost and not. No, there's definitely something lost. Like, like, you know, what you're like, uh, we had a very strong company culture and, and people were, you know, good friends with each other and yeah, you know, yeah. lifelong friendships have been formed at story farm. And, and, yeah. you know, I'm not saying that's not happening anymore. I think it is, but it's, but it's, it's just different where it feels loose, less cohesive. Like, you know, I see people every month or two, you know, not on, not yeah. on Zoom. but don't you uh, feel like we all also need to get out of the house? I mean, it's like, I don't know. Yeah. I've, I've started coming back into the office like all day and I run a software company. I can do it from anywhere, but I'm just right. Like, I, I, gotta I, do it. I don't know. See, I've been out of the house forever. Like so when I was a news reporter, you know, I had to work every holiday, like every snowstorm, I'd be out in the snow doing walking around like a moron, like, you know, right. so I sort of missed like being Mr. Home guy. Yeah. Uh, and so I have, I'm like nesting in my home office. Okay. Here. All right. <laughs> Well, tell me this, how does, so one of the advantages that I felt like I lost when we went to a more decentralized was with the client in the pitch. And that was that, how do you, uh, it, it always felt like a very strong hand to play to say, uh, we got a little something different that we're doing here. And that is that we're all together and integrated and, and we've got a team that's going to be working on this for you. It's not it, 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 it true. You truly are hiring a unit here. Are you, do you feel like that's a, a, a major feather in your cap? I do. And I think that's, I, I honestly think that's the biggest, um, you know, an advantage we have over a lot of competitors and a, and a part of our value proposition. Yeah, do you see the client respond to that in the pitch? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. That, 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 you know, it's a, it's a cohesive team um, that is really, you know, works well together, likes each other, uh, is used to doing this thing. And, and, you know, cause a lot of clients come in, you know, how, what percentage clients don't do video all the time, or it's a really big special thing for them, you know, like a lot of them. And, and so they need to feel yeah. that sort of specialness reflected in the, in the right. vibe of the, you know, interaction. And I feel like we, we do that really well. Uh, you know, that the Southwest airlines CEO's line is we're a, a customer service company that just happens to fly airplanes. Uh-huh. Um, you know, and I kind of like that, that concept, you know, we're yeah. a customer service company that just happens to make videos like, um, yeah. you know, I like that yeah. idea. I mean, how, uh, how do they, um, what, what is the advantage? Give me the sort of pitch. What do you say? Like, what, what's the, what's the advantage? So, I mean, you know, like we have a dedicated team of producers that, that, you know, will be your primary point of contact throughout yep our, our project together. And, and, you know, that person will be dedicated to you in this project and you go to them at any time, they'll get right back to you. And, you know, because there are some other, you know, companies or uh, people I've come to understand that, you know, are are going off, going, you know, in and out of their sets and, and, and really, you know, like a contractor juggling like six jobs where you're just sort of like running from one thing to the next without really the backbone, you know, administrative structure to really support the thing. And so I think that's what we really do have. So it allows you to have more predictive scheduling, more predictive uh, uh, management of the projects and everything, because you know, you own everyone's schedule, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. And I think from the client's perspective, it's, it's like, um, you know, they, they really just have sort of a, a, a high touch customer treatment. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Right. And it's an integrated experience all the way across. Uh, so yeah. when, uh, when, uh, when basically you uh, kind of, when you compare apples to 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 apples, 
do the do the clients feel like in the end, I mean, do you get a lot of feedback like, hey, that was that was a really that was a really different experience. We're used to working with, you know, Bob who hires out 17 different people. We have a yeah, we have heard that. Um, yeah. like you know, we have we have a lot of business that's been coming to us for many years and, and are yeah. friends with our staff and, yeah. and you know, they're it's true that following comes, each other on Instagram and texting each other and, and business you know, like that's just, great. That's a great point. That is that actually is a killer point that we think uh, business comes to us through our biz dev guy. Um, but actually it seeps in through the cracks. If you're running a good shop, it seeps yeah. in through the cracks of a lot of your folks and they make relationships, your producers make relationships and all those relationships are pointing back to the mothership. They're not pointing to, Oh, my cousin Lenny's got a production company too. He'll do right. it for you for half as much and so forth. So you're really, you, you, that is uh, yeah, John, that's that's a that's a, that's a good one. You just uh, you know, I just thought that, that sort of frames it a little bit differently. But you're right. Like we have, you know, a lot of our clients are following three, four, five, six story farm people's Instagrams and just engaged right. in the you know in the. And flow I can tell you fun. firsthand that when you are running decentralized, those gigs do go other places because. Uh, you know, even though the producer works for you all the time, if someone comes to them and says, I, I've really only got, you know, 20 bucks and, and can you, well, I'll do it with this other team because they're willing to do it. And we all know that sometimes those $20 ones that we make allowances for and make room for, they can become great things. And so you're, it's not, and, and you're not just missing out on little things. You can miss out on very, very big things too. So it's just one of those things that is just a, a hidden uh, positive aspect of this. I think everyone's just really quick these days to jump to the decentralized model. And uh, I don't know, it, 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 how do you do your data storage? Is your data storage uh, decentralized now too, or? or, or it's or, all at the office and, um, okay. you know, we've got a server there and then we just use tons of, you know, external drives. Of external uh, drives that people are working off of. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, that, so that, I mean, that, that's not too, not too big of a pain point. No, because that's that's one of the wonderful things that switched, right? Like back in the day, we were running Apple XSAN and everyone had to be in the office on fiber optic to be able to really share data. And so the decentralization of the data through small drives and using the proxy files and everything on Dropbox or however you might do it, uh, it, it did make that decentralization of the workforce like way way more viable for a production company but yeah um but it sounds like you're doing a little bit of both like you're you're doing some decentralized but you also have your 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 central servers which which we definitely had as well but anyway that i i, I don't know it's all it's all really interesting and and i think that it do, do, is, is your plan to there's no plans to to make any major changes with this but keep on rolling with something that's good yeah yeah yeah. Um, you know, it's funny. We've had uh, some some of our absolute best employees uh, have gone on to freelance, you know, yep. and and as we, you know, have capacity issues or, or you know, need help, we we use uh, our, our all star alumni, as I like to call them, uh, yeah. you know, quite, quite frequently. And, and we love those guys. And so, you know, always love giving them work and and, you know, working on projects with them and spending time with them. So it, it is really like a community. How do you, okay, last question. I know we're kind of running long on time here, but I, it's, well, two, I two more. Um, one is how do you keep the love alive with you and Dan and Bo and keeping that like, uh, not only the friendship, but the sort of, how do you keep on listening to one another without, you know, becoming uh, sort of too set in your ways in any way? Hmm. It's interesting. The, 
Because partnerships are tough. I mean, a yeah. lot of so many production companies fold because of bad partnerships. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it just kind of works, you know, like, yep. um, yep. I love those dudes. Uh, yeah. They're my brothers. Yeah, well, that goes a long way. That goes a long way. What you're saying right there. And then a lot of respect for them too. I know I've seen it, you know, I've seen it. You And, and you also represent very, I would say you represent fairly different disciplines in a lot of ways. Yeah. I mean, you, you share certain commonalities, but um, yeah, I mean, I think, you, you, we're all doing different things like Bo's in production and Dan's in new biz. And I'm, I'm yeah. just sort of, you know, I'm in both of those. Yeah. And then and you're in uh, strategy. And- yeah. And, and, you know, you know, trying to, you know, think what's next for the company and build the company. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, now, um, you, you backed away from, I'm, I'm going to totally jump on a completely different topic. Just one quick second. You, yeah. you back to, did you in fact back away from doing uh, uh distribution? We have. Yeah. yeah, we um, yeah, we hired someone. Uh, at yep, one I remember we were that. all about this like three or four years ago. You and I were like, yeah, let's do distribution. Yeah, we're like, you know, they have to get it from someone that with yep. you know, we, we yep. just tell them, here's your video, good luck. Like that's not yeah. really great client service, right? Yeah. Uh, but they, there's too many people to sell that to them. They don't want yep. it from us. Is my yep. uh, okay? We won't conclusion. even go there. That's a different topic. We'll I'll call yeah. you up later. We'll we'll talk about that. Uh, the other question is the last question is how do you keep the love alive with everybody else when you do have to feed the beast sometimes? I would say that one of the advantages of the decentralized model was that for every job we were able to say, well, you take this or you don't take this. No big deal, right? If you if if doing like this nonprofit video is not your gig and you only want to do the motorcycle videos, then that's cool. That's what we'll call you for. But when you're all in house, it's like, no, no, we're doing the, the nonprofit video. Um, how does that work for you? you how do how do uh, we keep the staff happy with sort of like the varied nature of the projects? Well, not every project is that fucking sexy, right? Totally, I mean, it's totally. Like, so yeah, we how gotta, do you get you know, how yeah. do you get through how do you get through the non-sexy stuff together without everybody freaking out? Uh, you know, I think I, I think a part of it comes from the fact that we are not sort of like you know, I don't know, pardon the term, but like sort of like film school purists or something like that. Like yeah. we're not. Um, you guys have always really, I love that. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like we, yeah. we, we won a Peabody award when we were in news and I was 30 and like, yeah. I felt like, you know, we spiked the football and like, what else can we do? And yeah. so I'm not really, tr- you know, we we want, uh, we view it as like an entrepreneurial business where we're trying to grow a business um, yep. and, yep. and, you know, love telling stories with video absolutely so loved, pretty, it. loved it since i was a kid but yeah. but um you know so when you're hiring people you, you you make sure they understand that yeah i think so i think so yeah. and and, yeah. and they'll the, if they don't understand it coming in they will um you know when they're here uh and we want that's not to say we don't want to do great stuff like we well, want to be i was going to say stuff. you guys produce some incredibly sexy work do not get me wrong go go folks yeah. look at the stuff that they're doing and and in and, and, and fact i was telling um john before we got on the call that in the i don't know how long i've known you five or seven years something like that the yeah. work has just gotten so much more beautiful high level i'm sure the budgets are i'm sure you guys are doing budgets over 100 grand on regular basis for stuff yeah um you know Dude, that's the dream. I mean, that is for many of us, you are yeah. walking and talking the dream, but there's still going to be the job that everyone's like, oh. you know, here's a huge thing is like, um, 
to someone out there who's who is trying to you know sort of build pieces around them is like yeah. you know you don't have to be the smartest one in the room you don't have to be the master of every discipline all of these all of these things that are happening around you you just have to put the right people who are in the right seats in the right places yeah. like yeah. you know the elevation in the work you're talking about is really i'm going to give a whole lot of credit to andrew our our cco who um yeah. you know has just come in and really knows what he's doing across yeah. a, a ton of different disciplines and is um you know has a great head for business and is just just a fantastic uh part of story farm and has really helped us elevate everything yeah well that's awesome man that that is that is cool and i think that once again you just brought it all back home you know to the idea of of uh how you know having that team having andrew right there in house having your folks there to grow with you. I mean, it's a remarkably fulfilling thing, I'm sure. Oh, it is. It is. I, I um, you know, I, I think of uh, Story Farm as like sort of a living, breathing thing. And, and yeah. uh, you know, it has to, like every other living, breathing thing, it has to be cared for and, and um, you can't neglect it, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's awesome. Um, and I really appreciate you joining us and sharing your tale with us. It's the same wonderful story that I've, I've heard from you and, and your and Bo and Dan there for years. And I just kind of wanted to share it with my listeners because I love it so much. And I absolutely I think it's in, in, I think it's increasingly unique in our industry. But I think people need to hear that there there's always another way to do it. And sometimes uh, that way of doing it isn't the most the one that all the business books and the gurus tell you, it's just the way that your gut and your heart tell you to, to go and grow. And, and you guys have done it. So hats off to you. And, and I encourage our listeners to go look at the work because it's, it's super worthy. Um, it's, it's really, really strong work. And uh, to also just kind of, just kind of think about different models that uh, you might want to be taking on as, as you grow. So Again, uh, John, thanks very much. And I uh, hope we have you back again uh, sometime soon because there's, there's so many other topics that you and I could bust down. Awesome. Really enjoyed it. Love to come back. All right. Talk soon.